You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 58 of Late Arrivals. Hi. 58. We got Ducks hockey to actually talk about that matters for once, which is... Always the best part of the season. Yes. And we actually have like a fun team to talk about, <laughs> which I don't think any of us expected. <laughs> no. Um, not really. At least, at least not out of the gate. I don't know. I, I, was, in, I was expecting a kind of a slow, slow start to get the, the wheels going. 58, though. Is there a number 58? Arizona just tied it up, by the way. Did they really? Yeah. Hmm. Lap talks baseball. <laughs> yeah, we're a baseball pod now. <laughs> but 58, 58, 58. Was um, Nick Cordelis 58 at one point? He might have been. Could have. We're going we're gonna to look it up. We'll look it up later. We're looking things up. I mean, yeah, the hockey, yeah, woohoo! You can't it's complain weird. with the first week for sure. I mean, yeah, and it's weird because we're one and two, but like, but it was they were all. Was a, I mean, it's, it was a fun one and two. Yeah, which you can't say too often. No, not lately. No. Okay, before before we get any further, Cardiles did wear fifty eight at one point. Sick. Chase DeLeo wore last. Oh, oh, but he wears a, he wears a nice number now. Yeah, does in fact wear the funny sex number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we can just jump right into things and start with uh, game one. Uh, they fared a lot better than I think we all expected against Vegas. I mean, they still lost. Um, they didn't look as great as the numbers showed they were. Um, but I mean, for a first game with a new coach um, and especially against the defending champs losing, you know, four, one certainly they held their own. Yeah. Wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, yeah, it was, was a little frustrating because they were getting opportunities. It was just, I mean, penalties, how good penalties without, will be a, be a theme here. That yeah. and I mean, <laughs> with how good Vegas is playing to open the year, like I, it's gonna take probably another contending team to beat them. I mean, the stars came the closest. <laughs> yeah, Jack Jack Eichel just made that goal that just nobody Bro, you, you can't stop that. That was hard to watch against my team, but it was so beautiful at the same time. And I'm like, we're gonna see that highlight throughout the entire season, and it's just gonna suck. But we we got Eichel for sure. Um. It was pretty. It was definitely pretty. I don't know what the... I mean, like you said, there wasn't much you could really do there. He kind of danced through everyone like it was nothing. And yeah. But penalties were the main issue. And they certainly were the issue last mm -hmm. night as well, but we won't jump too far ahead with that because opening night um, arguably was the most fun I've had at a Ducks game, I think, in three years at the very least. Um, they had yeah. to delay the game like five minutes because they wanted to turn the lights on. 
Because now they're pressing a button before every game. Yeah. Chuck Liddell press it <laughs> the first game. They had the, cool. the button. Um, they now have the smoke machines every time like smoke, a goal. smoke machines on the on the glass. On the four corners of the glass, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, it's it it's smoky. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like that's a couple years behind. Um, mm-hmm. certainly with everybody doing something in arena. That's pretty cool though. But hey, uniforms look fantastic. Ooh, that purple. That purple was making me feel it's, things. It's it's plum. I just say purple to avoid anything. Like no, I'll just plum. say purple. It's a, it's a shade of purple, hundred percent. It's plum. <laughs> but, but we yeah. kicked off opening night uh, and got our first win of the season. Uh, and I wouldn't say a dominant game because Carolina made it interesting. Um, you know, two empty netters at the end of the game certainly help. Uh, Got free chicken that I didn't redeem again because I don't know <laughs> how to operate that app. So what you do, Lou, is the day of that the hat trick happens, you just open the Chick Fil A app and it literally just shows you that it's there. It's all you got to do. It'll say, "Hey, thanks, SoCal fans. Here you go, free reward." Doesn't even say Ducks fans most of the time. I'm pretty sure. Huh. We'll we'll start reminding you. I know Heather does, but I guess oh, I guess oh, we're this... gonna have to to at you and maybe yeah maybe drive to your me. house. Yeah. Come on, old shit, man. Shit, like, can you complain with? I mean, five goals on opening night to get the fans chicken, a hat trick, <laughs> a first NHL goal, um, yeah. and beating arguably one of the top contending teams in the league um certainly just kind of was the cherry on top um they dominated that first period man that was a lot of fun and then it kind of you know kind of came back down to earth a bit but it is the hurricanes are a lot better but that was fun on sunday they were yeah we uh we got a Gudis hip check and uh, him almost trying to kill somebody. Um, I didn't notice until I was watching the replay of it that he ripped Nason's helmet off. Yeah, and I didn't notice. It looked it like he was starting to swing it, and I think that's why they separated <laughs> them. Um, but it's it's nice. I know we we've kind of talked about how the the arc of players you dislike coming to the ducks and suddenly becoming favorites is, you know, yeah. a reoccurring thing at this point, but yeah, it's so nice having a psychopath on the team. It just is because, you know, this, I, I, I can't wait for the Toronto game, the first Toronto game this season, because it's just going to be a mess, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It, it, that game had everything. It had goals. You know, it had a spectacular moment with, you know, Menchikov getting his first goal on it. He's looked so good so far. Fucking crazy mm-hmm. good play from McTavish to keep it in just that little area pass from Lacombe to get it to oh, him. Yeah. Like, I was almost pass in shock. So nice. Like, I, I jumped <laughs> up when he scored, not really realizing that it was him who scored. Yeah. Um, and then it set in, you know, when, when Phil announced it. So, so good. So good. So do, do they give Jackson Lacombe a different puck since that was his first point? Probably. 
That'd be funny if they would have split the puck in half and just gave saw it in half. Yeah. Yeah, and gave Pavel one half and Jackson the other. <laughs> but Jackson Lacombe and Pavel Minchikov look really good so far. Yeah. They, and look... they both got their first NHL point there, like you said. Strom got his four hundredth point on that play as well. So that was Greg Conan cool. got his first coach winning as a coach. Mm-hmm. Head coach. But out of all of the games, last night's was the most important because we obviously got the the long weighted debut of Leo Carlson. And of oh, course, wonderful. you know, you couldn't write it any better that he gets his first goal in his first game. Um, you know, it would have been great to watch it, but I guess ESPN said, you know, fuck the local people, you know, it's still gonna be blacked out. Um <laughs> But you don't have a VPN to work around? I am not home frequent enough to utilize a VPN. Oh. So sometimes sucks. you just got to eat it and yeah. it sucks. But I like living vicariously through everyone that was reacting to it too. So I like to think that I saw it live because I sat and watched the replay for like for 10 minutes straight just because yeah. It was I such mean, a nice goal, man. That was a nice snipe. Beautiful pass from Terry. It was oh perfect. I like how in the post game too, Terry said that, oh, I, I I didn't even think I was oh he didn't necessarily say I didn't think I was gonna get it through the guy. He's like, but I was trying my best to get it past the defender as quick as possible. So Leo got the best opportunity to score. And I mean yeah. the replay it looks like you know they beat the defenseman pretty handedly and he got the pass through pretty handedly so yeah maybe it's just troy being a little bit of a perfectionist but yeah i mean you can't really draw up that play to go any better um you know the the fact that his parents were there you know the fact that it's his first game first game too Mm -hmm. but uh, he 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 didn't really have a good game but hey, he's he's only he uh, he's eighteen or whatever. <laughs> he's a defenseman, you know. It's it's gonna be rough on some of the young kids. Um, but you know, I really like the approach, and we we've talked about this, you know, leading into these games now mattering. Um, it is nice that Cronin's kind of just going with that approach of not so much a sink or swim. But just like, hey, I'm gonna put you in this scenario to see what you do. I believe he in told you as Leo a he expects him to be the best player on the ice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was a second overall pick, so you kind of do expect that. So, but he looked good, I thought. But it also comes from a place of he wants he wants them to succeed and do well, and putting him in those scenarios to succeed is all you can ask. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. it leads to a first goal. Um, feels weird to to be happy with two losses. You know, I, I kind of feel like last year for us was a big like, oh well, we know we're gonna lose a lot, so just kind of take it in stride. Like we're not gonna be good, but yeah. it's like this year we're seeing early already that there's stuff that that has that has to be worked on. Yeah, the Penal- power play penalty taking is is a big issue. It it was yeah. happening in preseason and they just haven't cleaned it up. 
And yeah, with yeah. Boston coming to town on Sunday, you might want to, you know, not take penalties to them. <laughs> but that's just me. So staying out of the box has been a big one. You know, the power play hasn't been great. Um, I think it'll improve, though, when they get more guys back into the lineup, though. Like Alex Kalorn. That's part of it. Yeah, you know, you're missing guys that would be regulars in the lineup. Um, in Lundestrom, you know, Henrik was out under the weather, Drysdale's day to day, Kalorn's out for a couple more weeks. Like it's to it's expected that Adam, you know, Adam Henrik, I think, came back to practice today. So that's good at least. Yeah. You know, I, it was funny. I was looking through my camera roll today and I was thinking about, you know, reading the notes and kind of the stuff I wanted to say in regards to things. And I remember last year we were bitching and moaning about, you know, if we're going to lose, at least field the best possible lines you can. You know, it was a meme for the longest time of, oh, Derek Grant's going to wind up on the, the first line at some point. But it reminded me, I took a screenshot and this was from an episode we filmed on November 8th last year. Oh, geez. Um, it was something I had said in the episode and Garrett had commented in the, in the Twitch chat and, you know, it, it kind of made me laugh, but at the same time, um, you know, it, it kind of shows the, the 180 this team has done. And at some point in that episode, I said, rock hard, dick balls out do the thing dallas and garrett put that in the comments and said that in quotes and said is it, it's as iconic as notre dame's play like a champion today sign and i had to laugh because you know obviously we're not shy from being as crass and just out of pocket as we are on this show but you know it, it it's funny seeing that because we we sat for months saying, come on, just play McTavish at center, play Zegris on the wing and have them play with Terry. It's easy. You get to make the decisions, just do it. Mm -hmm. um, and now it's like, you're running a line of Leo Carlson, Troy Terry and Trevor Zegris, and it's working. And it's kind of like, well, no shit. It should be working. Like they're three amazing talents, but it's like the fact that we've got, we've gotten to this point where, the coach actually trusts these guys to perform and do well, and they're succeeding. It's like, yeah. who, who would have thought that this would work if you just Great. so crazy put your good talent together? <laughs> but I don't go know. Watch, I, I... Go watch Felix's video, video breakdowning. Uh, breakdowning is that a word? Breaking Broke down. down. Yeah, breaking down. down. Break it down. Uh, Leo's first game at Crash Pond. Go follow them. I still got to watch out. it. I still got to check it out. I will uh, once we're done here. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's give Felix a kiss. Oh yeah, hey, it's always a good time to kiss the homies. Mm -hmm. Can never leave the homies hanging. Yeah, um, we have feelings too. So, um, <laughs> but like you know, like you're saying, just with just how different the ducks are this year. It's just, I don't know, like just these three games have just been so entertaining and I just hope it continues. I know it's early and every team kind of goes through this weird, like roller coaster of 
of play and how they how they perform on a night in and night out type of thing. But hopefully it kind of continues and, and continues, you know, for most of the season, if not all of it. But um I do like that Leo Carlson became the third youngest duck in franchise history to make his NHL debut. 18 years old, 18 years and 297 days old. I think the other two are Mason McTavish and Oleg Tavardovsky. That would be the one. Yes. Yeah. Also is the uh, second youngest duck to score in his debut behind Mason McTavish. So, you know, like you said, it's still a little early to, to exactly be claiming the season's a success just yet because there are you know many months ahead and you know every team is inevitably going to struggle and you're going to go through hot and cold patches it's just how mm-hmm. sports are um Olin's but, Elder know, just scored huh his first goals are playing for people yeah. that are listening to this on Saturday or Sunday Monday Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> We're recording Friday night, and the goals are playing. It's their home opener against the, the rain. Ring. Yeah, Friday played them. I think three times this season. <laughs> how many times do they? How many times do they play each other? <laughs> too like many. Twenty. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Too many. You play in yeah. The AHL pretty much just plays in division outside of uh, like the occasional trip out to like the other division. Yeah. And it'll be like like the central area where like the goals are being Iowa for like a random weekend. (laughs) That would suck. Nothing to spend your weekend in fucking Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, shout out to the residents of Iowa, but fuck, that would suck. (laughs) Sorry if this finds you this way. This is, this is Lou. This is our friend. He hates a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't you agree? I mean, maybe I've never been to Iowa, so maybe there's some hidden. Everything that I've seen from the internet about Iowa does not look appealing at all. (laughs) Bunch of cornfields and shit. I like corn. That's great. (laughs) Well, you might enjoy it. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Savannah in the chat said that she has never screamed so loud in her life. At the Ducks home opener. She Imagine spending a flying. weekend in fucking Bakersfield. Jesus. <laughs> thought we moved on. I sometimes lose just gotta gotta yeah. grind the axe a little bit more. Just gotta I wanna let know him. what's I wanna know what Savannah was drinking that she almost that almost went flying. Hopefully it wasn't too expensive, but it is at a sporting event, so so I'm sure it's pretty expensive. Hey, anyway. one time I was at a game and they they, they played YMCA and I was doing the YMCA with the drink. And when I went to do the Y, I spilt my drink on my mom. She wasn't she wasn't too happy about that. Oh my god, I just pictured you doing the YMCA thing and it's just great. I, I was like, that. why? Whoa shit. <laughs> oh, you have man. to say, um, it was a little funny. Um at the end of the game, the home opener, uh the gentleman I was sitting next to stood up and yelled as loud as he could that it was over for everyone when Leo Carlson came back. <laughs> and part of me was was like this is game two man let's take a breath but yeah you know after last night hey maybe maybe he's got a point mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited let's keep the carlson zegris terry thing going and let's just have some fun let's live in the moment 
I don't care what could happen in game 70. We're working on what game four tomorrow against the coyotes. Like, let's just live in the moment. We're having fun right now. And that's all that matters. But please stay out of the penalty box. Please, please, please. bro. Please, bro. Please, bro. So yeah, the first three games, um, lost to Vegas four one. What did we say? Five, two. Yeah, we didn't give I them much credit. All of us. Oh, by the no, way, I was I was right. I told you the Ducks always win their home opener, and they did. Eight oh straight. yeah. Oh so, yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, that's their eighth. So I'm tooting my own horn here. <laughs> their toot, eighth toot. consecutive home opener win. I think 2015, 2014, 2015 was like the last time they lost their home opener. Yeah. It was uh 15, 16. Oh, 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah, I saw people talking about it on the timeline, so I remember it. Yeah, so a a 4-1 loss to the Knights in Vegas. Home opener, they beat the Kings 6-3, and then the Stars game, they lose um, 3-2. It's hard to say last night's was bad outside of the penalties. It's like you you give up a power play goal, and then the weird redirect own goal thing. like Oh, the Pavelski goal. Like you, you pushed it was, it was a Cam Fowler goal, but yeah, it was weird. It was I mean, the game was the, stars. the game was definitely there. Like for the stars to be as good as they are and where they were last year and where they're expected to go this year, I thought the Ducks played really well. They they looked really good, and I hope they carry that into tomorrow. Cam um, still revenge game. I didn't know he was on the stars. Until... I totally forgot until he literally had the puck. Like, and they said his name. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, Sam Steele. He did the he did the whole Minnesota. You know, he was with the Wild, and he went to Dallas, just like the the North Stars. Gonna get his he, he, six he goal year with Dallas, probably. Or he he got more than six goals last yeah, year. Yeah, he broke it. Last, I think with Minnesota, I think he got what nine. <laughs> Something, Something like, like that. that. But yeah, um. I think we had them lose. Well, I had them losing to the Canes in overtime, so they definitely shocked me there with that game. But I mean, you almost got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> almost. I kind of want to go back to this button thing for the home opener. I like I didn't really pay attention because I saw like Chuck Liddell pushing it, but I didn't put two and two together. I'm like, okay, he's pushing a button. Just like, is that is that like a thing that's going to be for every home game now? Yeah. So they did it last night, but they didn't okay. have like. They didn't have the lights, like, okay. like dim, like they did Sunday. Because <laughs> okay. I guess they didn't want a, another repeat of that. Yeah, but yeah, that's a new thing. Wild of... Wing pressed it because it was his birthday. Oh so, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's kind of cool. I mean, birthday Wild Wing. I'm glad nobody ate you. <laughs> <laughs> we can give him one day where he's not being hunted, but um. I kind of like it. I mean, a, a button, it's different. Uh, I know the Sabres um, started something this year. They have a drum. Um, Hurricanes have like a siren. I know the Knights have a siren. It's kind of cool. That, that stuff's kind of cool. Gets the fans involved a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Can get some cool like local celebrity or something or just a random celebrity from maybe like a, I don't know, whatever. Is Chuck Liddell from here? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I want to say Huntington Beach, but his appearance did feel a little random, though. It's like, oh, <laughs> I was like, why cool. Is he, why is he there? Yeah, yeah and may- I wanna... maybe it's maybe it's a sign. Yeah, you know, they brought in the Ice Man. 
Is the Iceman oh. going to return for the 30th anniversary? Plot twist. Chuck Liddell is the Iceman. He's, I mean, that's his in, new job. In mm. canon, he still lives underneath the ice at Honda Center. So, I mean, <laughs> balls in your court, media department. Yep, here we go. <laughs> this is where you get all your good ideas. From our Twitch stream. <laughs> I never actually put that together. That, that makes sense. <laughs> See, we're on to something here. Well, for people that are watching this, if you're watching it live or you're watching it later, Jake is wearing, you got one of our uh, our shirts on there, yeah? Yeah, um, I think it's printed a little off-center. <clears throat> oh, so, is it, oh, that's what you're talking about, yeah. So I have a little collector's item, I guess, of a <laughs> misprint, um, but it's nice and comfy. It's the mighty it looks, heel. It looks cream. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks like it's cream. It's gray. Just just the lighting in my settle down, Lou. Damn. We're not at that part of the episode yet. I got the I got the the hat. Yep. Lou's got the hat. I still gotta get my uh can't see I want, it. I wanna get my hoodie soon. Well, before we move on and uh, let Lou talk about cream, um with Carlson's goal yeah, last me. night, it officially makes uh <laughs> the top three picks in this last year's draft. Uh all have their first NHL points in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah, Bedard has a goal and an assist. Fantelier still thinks that just one assist. And then Carlson with his, excuse me, with his goal last night. First of the three to debut with a goal. So, you know, I guess Chicago and Columbus are punching the air a little bit, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you missed out. You missed out. But yeah, this was the first time that all three picks got a point in their very first game, like since 2000, no, 2009? I don't know. I sent you're you a tweet. I can't d- find it. What was, was the question, you're asked, sir? You're asking the two of us. That's... What was the question, <clears throat> sir? Um, the, this was the first time that the first three picks of the draft scored a point recorded their first NHL point in their first game since like 2009 or something. Uh, I couldn't tell you, but our draft pick scored in his very first game, so second Columbus in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) I like how I had to repeat the thing just for you not to know what I was talking about anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So going into the weekend, um, like Lou mentioned, uh, Adam Henrique, should be back this weekend. Hopefully, Jamie Drysdale is as well. Um, he's just listed as day to day. They haven't really said much outside of just lower body. Um, so probably just a little banged up from the first two games. Um, I mean, he looked really good Sunday. Yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. really good in the yeah. home opener. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps that he's. We talked about it last episode. You know, he he's a little bit stockier. He's a little bit bigger going into camp, and you can know. Well, going into the season now, um, you know, you it's noticeable. Um, he's not getting bullied out there anymore, which is definitely a good thing. Um, because I think that was one of the things that's always kind of been lacking from his game. Just hard to say because he's still so so young. Um, But, you know, that was always the thing that was pointed out was the offense and, you know, his his puck battles were always kind of the thing that he excelled at. But everything in front of the net was just it always felt like he was just getting out manned, out muscled out there. And 
again, he's young, still growing. So it's to be expected, but yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, it's nothing that keeps him out too much longer. Um, we do play against Arizona on Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, it is today. Um, and then start, man, right back home against the Bruins on Sunday, which is either going to be be very great or could be like last year's game when Boston came to town. Yeah, we won't know. (laughs) It's weird for them to hopefully they keep the vibes up. Yeah, and it's it's weird for them to have back to back weekends where they play both days of the weekend back. Like that's just weird. Um, but the Bruins also play on Saturday against the Kings, so both teams will be tired. So it might be kind of sloppy. Hopefully, the but, Kings take them to a a twenty round shootout. Yeah, that'd that's, be nice. Yeah, well, shout out them because they they tired out the Kings on Saturday last Saturday night. Yeah, because I think that game. Went like 10 rounds? I think so. Yeah. But I was right. It was 2009, by the way, about the whole draft thing. I, I found the tweet. It was 2009. Also, okay. I want to th- I want to throw out another stat out there that I'm 99.9% sure for it, that it's still true. And it has everything to do with the Stars game last night. Tyler Sagan did not score. And I believe he still has one team. I don't Well, okay, maybe it's not one team. But he has never scored a goal against the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, that was still true as a okay. last year. They they, yep. they had said it was just the Ducks. Sick. So yeah, hey, he has uh, never Demi scored. Arena went and let him in the arena the other night. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> he had to show a picture of himself and like smile the same way. That was that was actually good. But yeah, so he's never scored in his career against the Ducks. So that's that's still going. We're still trucking along there. And to flip flop it and kind of make things sad, Jake Ottinger has never lost to the Ducks, so there's that. Hey, if but, they've been good. We've been bad. That that's that streak yeah. will be broken eventually. Yeah, yeah. He has he has 14 assists but no goals. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> you should hang him up. Wow. Before we move on, we do have to touch on uh, one thing that the Ducks are also doing this season at home is uh, the players get to pick their own goal songs now. So Brohim will play, and then Tyler told us that there's a list coming of every player soon. Um, I know Olivia was kind of piecing together a list last weekend after the home opener of like the ones that we saw on the – on the board so far um because they're putting up a qr code with i think like four a game um some interesting choices um yeah. you know always kind of feel like we uh we see a little bit about the player and like the music they listen to um i had the stroke stuck in my head for like two days after the home <laughs> opener just you know, obviously because of a Toronto getting the hat trick. Yeah. Um, I do find it funny that, uh, you know, like you have like some classic rock in there. Sam Carrick picked kid rock. Um, yeah. Leo drip too hard. Never heard of that (laughs) song in my life. It'll be interesting to see the rest of them. Uh, if we do get an official list, but I like it. It's a nice little touch. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I like that more teams are starting to do that. So it's always nice to give the players Just kind of a whoever, little more. Whoever has a Drake song needs to be traded ASAP. 
waiting for the the Taylor Swift song to come. You're lucky that you're lucky that we don't have Jeff Skinner because Jeff Skinner always has like the craziest songs that you just wouldn't think a hockey player would use. Like right now, Skinner's using um something from High School Musical. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. So he's having fun. Yep. Just got to keep the vibes high. And, you know, it seems like the Ducks are having fun again. Uh, you know, I, I feel like every time we get an interview talking about the games and stuff or like a practice where they're talking about like what's going on on the ice, there's just more like actually being said instead of your typical buzzwords. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like every time like they don't, there's like always one comment in the videos they post that always just feels like it's a little backhanded of like, yeah, we didn't used to do this and we probably should yeah. have been. And it's always just shit. Yeah. There's just a little, little jabs every once in a while that you can kind of catch, but definitely hey, did, seems like it's a better, better atmosphere. Did Brian Hayward finally figure out how to say Pavel Minchikov's last name, right? No, it's Allers that can't say it. Oh, it's John. El- is, it, is it John Allers? <clears throat> yeah. So he says Mintyukov, right? Yeah, something like that. Mintyukov. Yeah, because he kept saying it. And I'm like, is that is that how you say it? I think it's Minchkov. <clears throat> I don't know. He was Connor, me Connor's up. told me like 20 times, and I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not he was a smart man. Up. I was like stuck on that all all game. I'm like, is Mintyukov? Why? It just it just sounds weird. But hey, who knows? I have a hot take. He's gonna be he's gonna be in the top three of Calder building this year. I think he's gonna have a great year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's much of a hot take for us, but you know, if you're any of the NHL well, media. I mean it is kind of a hot take. <laughs> a little bit. It's it's lukewarm. Lukewarm. Yeah. yeah. It's Lou warm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything you guys would like to add? I mean, should we do predictions for the, uh, the weekend games? Just please stop taking penalties. Let's keep the vibes rolling. Yeah. That's all I that's all I want to add. Keep the vibes rolling. Greg Cronin said he's once retribution from all oh, of the Coyotes from preseason the, game. Yeah. Yeah. Preseason games, I think he said. Or something oh. like that. I don't know. But yeah. Are you going uh, to that game tomorrow? No, I gotta work. Oh boo. I work until two. Uh so I'm gonna miss like a good chunk of the game. And like a standard ticket, I looked on Ticketmaster today, or like $125 for a ticket. It's uh well, cause it's their home opener, isn't it? It is, yeah. They're giving sense. away like a trucker hat that has like a mullet on it. Nice. So, they give yeah. away cool stuff, don't they? Yeah, they usually do. Coyotes are doing pretty good so far. Logan Cooley's playing pretty well. Yeah. He's got points in all four games so far. I think he scored against the Ducks in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Prediction time? Yep. Let's get into predictions for the weekend. I say tomorrow is going to be a penalty-filled mess. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say final score is 5-4 Ducks. 5-4 Ducks. Regulation? Yeah. Okay. 
I said I was smelling overtime for the game uh, against the Stars, and it just didn't happen. But it was close. It was close. I thought we were going to tie it there at the end. But I think that that same feeling carries over, and I say we go to our first OT game. I say we... God, I don't know. I'll say we lose 4-3 in OT. I think Cooley will get the winner in OT and make us all sad. I'll say they'll win 4-3 in overtime. Okay. Okay, Boston on Sunday. Um, I'll go 5-3 Boston. 5-3 Boston? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, I feel like this is going to be like the one game where they slip a little bit and are probably going to be chasing, but. I think they, they keep it close, but Boston gets a couple empty netters just to make it 5-3. Okay. I'm going to say we win 4-2. Well, good for you having confidence. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like <clears throat> we shock some people. Take care of business. Mm-hmm. Feel like it's gonna be the story of the weekend. Yeah, since no one wants to talk about us, apparently. Apparently not. Jeez, Leo yeah. Carlson doing things and Jeff I Merrick do, and I... Elliot Freeman didn't talk about <laughs> Leo Carlson at all today. But well, we got twenty minutes of a fucking ad in the questions of thirty-two thoughts. That was. I do think it's weird quite the how choice. Much, yeah, I, I I do think it's weird how much the media as well like throughout the league not just the nhl but just any media people are talking i mean i get the bedard talk obviously that's going to happen um he's the number one pick he's going to be this superstar but to completely skip over the number two pick consistently when you're talking about like like they always talk about fantilly which is fine i think he should be talked about as well but to completely skip over leo carlson when he was picked at number two is just so odd to me. Like, I don't know if everyone was just anticipating him not being in the NHL this year and they were just rolling with, okay, well, Bedard and Fantilli are locks to be in the the, the league the, the whole season. I don't know if that's part of it or I don't know what what's going on. I, I mean, obviously you can say, oh, it's an- the Anaheim market, but how do you how do you make an excuse for Columbus? Columbus is probably the same. Columbus same- is Columbus, man. It's like the same kind of market as Anaheim, if not, I mean... Not even, if it might be worse. It's probably smaller, just because Anaheim is considered in the LA market. It's in the LA TV market. So it's it's probably considered smaller, a smaller hockey market than Anaheim. So it's just, it's weird. And then the whole article that was shared with us today by our uh, our good friend here, <laughs> one of our writers um, from Yahoo Sports... And the guy is talking about Fantilli and saying that he's American <laughs> when the dude is Canadian. Um, to be fair, I always thought he was American until like the draft. Oh, really? And, yeah, I thought he was American too. It's but... just like, I don't know. Like, how do you go through that whole process of writing that article about this? By now, you and... should know he's Canadian, though. Just an odd, such a weird article, especially from like a, a hockey writer from Canada. Like you just expect them to kind of know what 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 they're talking about. Long story short, put some respect on the Ducks name, please. And Thank Leo. You. 
Yeah, and Leo. start respecting Leo Carlson. My goodness, it's ridiculous we even have to ask for that. Yeah, we're done asking. We're so done asking. <laughs> what ad do you want to do this week, Lou? Do you want to keep with uh, doing shift, or you want uh, to do a seven one four? I don't have the seven one four, but I'll 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 do it off the cuff. Duck uh, same Sunday against <laughs> the Bruins. Nice matchup. Seven one four dot com. So. Get your tickets for that game. <laughs> Promo code LAP. Promo um, code LAP. You want to go see the Kings, I guess. Promo code LAP for that. Yeah, use our code for the Kings. Um, You can do that. <laughs> Some um, of my coworkers have. Brian yeah. has. And hey, if you're listening to this and you happen to be a Boston Bruins fan and you live in uh, the L.A. area and you want to see the Bruins in L.A. and Anaheim, tickets to both. 7 Promo code lap. 10% off. 10% off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Um, 714 has no service fees, so that should get you none. None at all. Zero. They don't rob you like Ticketmaster. <laughs> They don't no freaking stick you up and say, give me your money. <laughs> They're nice people there. Yeah, 714 is great. Um, there were a lot of Bruins fans in San Jose last night. So you know there's going to be a lot of Bruins fans in Anaheim. Yep. Always is. I'm interested to see, you know, the turnout of Bruins fans in L.A. tomorrow as well. It's going to be a lot. There's a lot of Bruins fans, but. What can you do, man? Do a lot of opposing fans go to LA too? Like they do? Um, usually depends like, on the team. Yeah, like original six teams for sure. Um, I've noticed a lot of a lot of fans that kind of flock the Sharks games. Um, also show up in pretty decent numbers in Anaheim and LA. Uh, Boston, Boston is definitely one of them. Yeah, uh, I've noticed Philly is another. The Rangers, um, Rangers, pretty much everyone one. who has a big market. Just the original, yeah. There's like the original six, and then plus maybe like another four that kind of have like really good turnouts for uh, traveling fans and stuff. But but if you're a Ducks fan and you want to go to the game, seven one four tickets. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> lap. You want to do shift, Chris? Yes. So. Cream. We have a nice little partnership here with um, our good friends at shifthockey.com. Cheaper hockey sticks. They got gloves um, and they have hoodies and and shirts and stuff like that. They have a lot of great stuff. Um, Shifthockey.com. If you use our code LAP10, L-A-P in all caps, L-A-P10, get you 10% off. their hockey sticks are very, very good quality. Uh, I see some people. I've actually on Instagram, if you follow Shift Hockey, they'll share some uh, some stories of uh, like college hockey players using their sticks and like different uh, players in like different leagues and stuff. And I'm starting to see more and more of that. So it's nice to see Shift Hockey sticks kind of, you know, getting a little bit more recognition. So if you're looking for a new stick um, and you don't want to spend four hundred dollars for it. Go check out shifthockey.com. Use our 
promo code to save even a little bit more money. I mean, I think their sticks are starting at like, what was it? Uh, is it 200? I think right around like, there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 200. Then you can, you, you know, get 10% off with our code and it's definitely a lot cheaper than like the normal CCM, all that stuff. So and you um, can get yourself a cream hoodie. Yep. Lou loves his cream hoodie there. Go check it out. Get the, get the Lou special. Um, they got all of their stuff is like black, white, and cream. It's very nice, very clean. Oh, looking. yeah, it's nice, <laughs> very nice, but uh, <laughs> creamy. Go check out their website and just kind of get lost in it a little bit, see what you like, add some stuff to your cart. Lap 10, get to 10% off. Go check them out. And finally, um, even though they didn't carry the Ducks game last night, um, having NHL power play with ESPN Plus has been amazing. Because um, while it does annoy me that I can't watch my own team, it is nice being able to watch some of the Eastern Conference games when I'm at work still. Um, yeah. It makes the day go by a little bit faster. Um, but you can go to insidetherink.com uh, slash ESPN. Uh, signing up for ESPN if you don't have it. Um not only helps us, but helps the network. Um, you know, we're still growing over at ITR. Um, I know the content is back up and in the full swing of things with the season. Um, so, you know, even if you aren't a fan of the Ducks, like we are, um, and you are stumbling upon this as, you know, a fellow listener of ITR, um, you know, it we'll helps everybody. Yeah. Um, pretty much you know almost all the teams are covered in some capacity for writers i know there's a few missing um but there's i think like what 10 10 11 of us podcasts all kind of covering different different teams um so signing up definitely helps all of us um you know it is a group effort to keep everything up and running which we've been very thankful for the Mm -hmm. time we've had with itr um and it just kind of helps us keep going um so again, if you haven't signed up already, uh, inside the ring.com slash ESPN gets you, uh, ESPN plus. Yeah. And you know, you can also go check out, um, the website inside the ring.com and see if you can maybe find some other podcasts that you're interested, in, uh, interested in. If you're, uh, maybe a fan of a couple teams or if you're a ducks fan, you're listening to us and, um, you just like hockey podcasts and want to check them out. We got, a good Rangers podcast, the Ranting Rangers over there. We got the late, uh, the Leafs late night. Um, they're they're uh, um, they're a great show to listen to. We got uh, <clears throat> who else we got? I can't think right now. We got yeah, Ranting uh, Rangers. We got the Blue Jackets pod. There's yep, the Bruins Benders. Objectively, CB Objectively podcast. There's They're too really many good. to name. There's there's yeah. a lot. Go go check them all out. Go check out our shop. Um, and a you can plethora shop. of podcasts. Yeah, you can go shop all of our stuff. Get some T-shirts and uh, help support not only our show but everyone else. And yeah, it's just a it's a great bunch of people. And uh, you should go check them out for sure. And we have so merch. <clears throat> we have merch. <laughs> and uh, we maybe uh, maybe get jersey soon. Yeah, Jake, thing. Jake, uh, giving us a little snippet of things to come earlier today. Got me all excited. <laughs> oh, he was all hot and bothered earlier. Oh, yeah, it was. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we Your can't beat around. We can't beat around the bush. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure we've been talking about Jersey since like the second episode. Um, <laughs> on top of like the 17 other things, we're like, oh, this would be really cool for for lap merch. Yeah. Um, the company that does my beer league jerseys, uh, JFX, uh, they do an incredible job. Um, we'd have to work it out a little bit on the logistics side of things because I kind of feel like if we were to do it, I would want to go the, I wouldn't say the most expensive route just because we can. Um, but I mean, their, their quality on their stitching and stuff, like I've been playing in our set of jerseys for three years now with all three of our jerseys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they still hold up to all the abuse <laughs> and all the flopping I do as a goalie. Um, I have, I've never had a rip, a tear. Um, none of the fabric has frayed. And again, this is, we've had our, our white uniforms for a good four years now. And I mean, it's a little discolored, but that Jersey is still kicking still <laughs> holding up. So, you know, I believe in their quality. Um, we'd have to do a minimum order of 10, um, so this isn't something we're looking to do at this very second, mm-hmm. but if it comes down to it, you know, people are down for a Jersey, um, it pretty much would be our mighty seal logo on a mighty ducks Jersey, just colored differently. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't talk to the guy much from JFX, but I mean, their catalog of stuff that they've done, just, they can pretty much do anything. Um, I know there's a team that they've made like 16 uniforms for that has done like every like retro concept for the ducks and Kings possible (laughs) with like their mascot and their, their team logo. So something to maybe look out for in the future here. You know, we, we obviously don't want to just bombard everybody with, Hey, go buy this. Hey, go buy that. Yeah, Yeah. You know, that's not what this podcast is about. You know, we do believe in our merch and stuff, not to say that we're just throwing it out there for no reason, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just something that we've always talked about doing with this show. And the fact that we still get to do this week in and week out, it was just awesome. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's yeah. A little, little piece of, uh, of merch that's sentimental to us and jerseys were the big thing. So if it yeah. does get off the ground one day, yeah, yeah maybe sick. Yeah. And you know, when we have like a when you when you get like a mock up made or whatever, we we can maybe share it and see if people are interested and and I can even get I can have uh some of my teammates do mock ups and stuff for our team. So I can mm-hmm. uh totally have them do it for us ahead of time. Uh yeah. just so we don't have to go through with the process of making an order for stuff right away yeah but i'm totally down for that because like i said we've been talking about it since since episode two about (laughs) seriously lap jerseys existing so it's gonna happen at some point but very excited very excited cannot wait not gonna be like next tuesday or anything (laughs) (laughs) tomorrow promo code lap (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well we'll we'll finish off here with uh just some things some notable notable things that have happened around the league um really hasn't been much because we are still only a weekend um 
you know, notably you know, the the talk so far, we're already hearing uh, rumblings of a trade. Uh, the Canucks are trying to move on from Connor Garland, uh, yep. but he kind of makes too much money and it really doesn't make sense for a lot of teams. So kind of mm-hmm. the word on the street is there's going to be a third team involved in some capacity, mm-hmm. you know, team maybe like the sharks the preds i would love him on the ducks but i don't want to give up too much for him yeah he didn't it didn't make any sense for the canucks to even sign him for that much money like when he wanted when he got out of nothing the canucks do makes sense yeah what for for some reason when he left the the coyotes because he played really well for the coyotes and this is not a knock on him personally or Matt Bolesky, but he just reminded me a lot of Matt Bolesky. Like when he left the Ducks, Bolesky wanted a lot more money. Ducks weren't going to give it to him. So he moved on and it he just kind of fizzled. And I feel like Garland is going through the same thing, at least with the Canucks. I'm not sure if he gets moved, if that, if anything changes, but I don't know. He was good with the Coyotes and I just feel like it was just the right fit. And I don't know how he's, how he's going to. Didn't do someone it. call him a little munchkin? Nathan McKinnon threw a helmet at him. Yeah, I remember one time. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, think someone so. did. I think someone did call him that. I don't know if it was a Munchkin, but you remember that though? Like yeah, a few yeah. seasons ago. Yeah, someone did call him. Or like an angry little elf or something. Or like a little, yeah, like a little. Is either a Munchkin or an elf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gnome. I don't know. Might have been a gnome. Yeah, the, the thing that's the weirdest about it is like the teams that are like reportedly in on them are teams that are kind of like on the outside looking in a little bit like the caps yeah. were a big one that's been mentioned a lot the nashville. blue jackets I think nashville. nashville i think they backed out though nashville <laughs> but i don't know it's just seeing some of the names you're like huh that doesn't make sense yeah but you know, like all hockey trades, you know, sometimes it's the people you least expect. You know, I, I'd feel like getting him out of Vancouver, he would probably be a little bit better. But saying he kind of has the Matt Bolesky syndrome is definitely a good, uh, <laughs> a, a good analogy there because he's a great player. And like Lou said, I would, I'd take him on the Ducks because I think he instantly becomes one of your better third line players. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just don't want to give up too much for him. Yeah. Well, when he's making $5 million yeah. for another three years, it's a little hard, especially <laughs> considering yeah. that, you know, we're going to have some relief when Sulferberg and Henrik come off the books at mm-hmm. the end of the year. And it's just like filling that void with another <sighs> just Racing McTavish needs a new contract. Mm-hmm. Leo's going to need a new contract. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs a new contract. <laughs> and I mean, the Canucks Take a asking... swing for a bigger fish. The yeah. Canucks asking for defensive help certainly also kind of puts it in a weird spot because, you know... Are they going to take Ilya Labushkin off our hands? Or are they going to want someone a little... A little better and that's kind of where i draw the line of like yeah if it's hey we want one of the kids it's it's a no yeah not to Definitely. say you know connor garland's gonna command uh you know <laughs> he a very blue chip prospect from yeah. us but i don't know it's just speaking of speaking of labushkin though what do you guys think of him so far it's been he had a good game last night i th- yeah i thought he was yeah he looked pretty good against the stars 
I actually think he's looked better than I anticipated, at least for now. Uh, we'll see how it goes. The first two games and nothing to write home about, but last night yeah. he, he was one of the better players, I thought. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. Yeah. It's taking my eyes a while to adjust to 46 on the ice being like yeah. a foot taller than Zegris because my weird. mind still connects 46 to him. And then Tristan, Tristan, how do you say it? Tristan? It's not Tristan. I know that. I think it's Tristan. It's Tristan. It's not Tristan? No. Because he's, he's one of them French Canadian people. Folks. Sorry. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> he's, he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. Shout, out to, Leno, shout out to Quebec. Leno wearing 67 is, yeah, is a little disorienting at times. You, you broke you Chris. Right over there, bud? He's one of them. He's one of those <laughs> French Canadians. He's, he's, he's one of Christ. them. I, I didn't mean Holy. nothing by it. No, I know. I know. I know. Am I going to have to write a notes apology later? <laughs> you might have to, Lou. I state my regret. Uh, I wanted quickly to <laughs> to give some props to Patrick Line. Um, hope he's doing okay because the hit at the end of the Calgary uh, Columbus yeah, game tonight was unnecessary. Yeah, that hit. was so stupid. It was dumb. Rasmus Anderson. But Patrick Line announced that he's going to be donating a thousand dollars towards uh, mental health awareness for every point he scores this year. So goals and assists. So we yeah. can just hope that uh you know Line maybe has a career year. You know, he I always kind of feel like he's had like a weird reputation with the NHL. There's like people that randomly don't like him. Yeah. Um, but you know, anytime a player kind of stands up for what they believe in, um, especially a guy that's gone through like the concussion issues he has and some of the you know, unfair treatment he's gotten in the media of being, you know, called lazy and yeah. you know, a selfish player. Like it's cool to to see him do this. So, you know, shout out you know, Patrick Lane for Patrick. taking yeah. some initiative. Um I feel like we're seeing a lot of that with players this year. I you know, I, I know with some of the you know the stuff going around with the like the the pride tape being a, a big issue and the the specialty jerseys and all that it's yeah. it's certainly been a year where the players are kind of like no i'm going to do what i i feel yeah what i believe is right and you know, I, yeah I, i'd like to say that you know we're doing good and making some progress of just the nhl not getting in its own way and not punishing its players um you know obviously no one's gone out and worn the pride tape just yet uh to see if the league's gonna find them or not but i don't know i feel like guys kind of have the power again to be a little little outspoken and it's cool yeah it's it's nice to see for sure we need Mm -hmm. those voices out there in hockey and the the nhl constantly you know putting everybody under a microscope and like oh you can't say this you can't do that like Mm -hmm. Good and as, as fans and like all that stuff, we can only do so much, you know, with our voices, you can only do so much on social media and everything. The league is going to ignore most of it unless it gets, you know, picked up by a lot of different outlets or whatever. But when the players do it, it just, it, it's nice to see because obviously it means a lot more and uh, it's kind of nice. You know, I, I really specifically with Patrick line, I really like what he's doing. 
I like how more players are kind of being more open about mental health and, and all that stuff and wanting to put money towards, you know, helping people out. And cause you know, we all go through, we all go through stuff and it's, it's kind of nice, you know, growing up, you're not really, you're not really taught about different mental health stuff, like uh, anxiety and just different things. You're not really as a guy too, like as a man, you're, you're never like growing up. You're, you're told not to show this stuff. You're not supposed to show these types of emotions. You're not supposed to feel this. You're not supposed to feel that. So it's kind of nice that as you know, we're getting older. I just feel like everyone's kind of getting better with that stuff and being more open and saying, Hey man, it's okay to, you know, have feelings. You're, you're a person, you're all, you know, you, you can feel this way and people are there to help you. And it's, you're it's, not just a robot playing hockey. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you are a person with a, with a conscience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to see, you know, professional athletes and even, just anyone, anyone famous kind of standing up for that kind of thing. So it's really cool to yeah. see. I, lo- I love Patrick Line for that. Well, I did mention that the NHL hasn't entirely gotten in its way, um, but it is floating an idea out there that I kind of feels the, the wrong, the wrong play. Um, they're talking about doing away with team representation at the draft, kind of mm-hmm. doing it in the, the style of the NFL or the, uh, the NBA. Um, I know the the guys on the Steve Dangle podcast this week made a really good point of it being kind of a bad idea in the sense that the NHL is not it's not a spectacle like it should be. Yeah, it gets the attention it gets at the end of the season for like the month that leads up to the draft after the cups awarded. You know, you start seeing who your top 10 guys are going to be in the hype packages, you know, the guys on NHL network do their best to talk about the, you know, the players going in the draft and then the draft kind of happens and then it's about it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) You know, a lot of it is people are talking about how, well, it's just not, there's not, as much drama as there used to be you know, you're not seeing giant trades go down on the floor yeah it's like that's a big i'm for i'm for this because it's, you're gonna get more trades i think and and you, you we're not gonna get each represent rep from each team thinking the host city thinking the owner thinking the team thinking <laughs> thinking their great grandpa uh you're not gonna get that anymore and i'm and i'm all for that I mean, I can see that perspective, but I also think it takes away because it's just like, yeah, yeah, the the whole the whole thing is just the team. Like the team representation is not going to be there. So, you know, everybody in attendance is going to either be the players attending the draft, fans, you know, whomever media members uh, who decide to, to show up. But like my whole issue with is it, there there is kind of a personal feeling to it where, you know, they they get to meet the general manager and yeah, you know, especially like in the case of this last year, you know, Carlson did interviews with the ducks, probably did interviews with all the teams, you know, that were within that like top 10, top five range. So yeah, you've met those guys already, but I don't know. I I feel like it takes away from the moment. Cause it's just like, okay, so you're going to walk up there. You're going to shake Gary Bettman's hand. He's going to (laughs) hand you the Jersey and that's going to be it. Like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like, yeah, it's annoying that every team gets up there and 
has a speech prepared thanking the host city and yeah. I don't know. I'm a, I'm kind of for this. It just speeds everything up. Mm. I, long, I like things sped up. As long as you can make it <laughs> more about the players, if you are going to take away the teams, if yeah. you can make it something to watch instead of just okay, I'm going to watch day one for the three, you know, four hours it's on, and then the rest of the draft I'm just not going to keep up with, like. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're if you're gonna take away that aspect to it, replace it with something that's gonna keep people engaged and watching. Yeah, because it just feels like you're gonna take out an element of it that's gonna make it even less. I won't even say worthwhile, but like it's gonna. I feel like you're just gonna at that point just don't air the draft. Yeah, if you're gonna take away the team, just post the results of who went and then be done with it. <laughs> Live tweet. I do, I do like the idea of them wanting to do the uh, uh, draft next year at the Vegas Sphere, though. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Just yeah. seeing like the inside of it, like just on Vegas. the dome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I think that's where the draft is going to be next year. That's well, that's where in they, Vegas. That's where they're thinking. That's where they want it. I don't know if it's actually going to be there. They still don't have like an actual venue to have it yet. And that'd be sick if they had it at Paradise Pier, like in the water at California Adventure. <laughs> that'd, <laughs> that'd be sick, dude. That'd be different, yeah. With just the Ferris wheel in the background and stuff. Just <laughs> in the middle of the Incredicoaster. You could like do the world of color. <laughs> have, Although, have you probably have to do that the, at nighttime. Or have for that. the GM announce their pick while on the Incredicoaster. <laughs> Mickey Mouse in the background shooting uh, sparklers out of his wrists. <laughs> if you're doing that, then yeah, okay, I'm all for it because then then there's at least a show with it. But, you know. Have it stream on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But yeah, well, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for just having everyone have their own war worm. As more as trades, we, more trades will happen, I think. As long as we get the camera of like everyone pacing around the room, I'll make that concession. If we can see <laughs> the whole like two, three minutes that they're on the clock and it's like someone just losing their shit in the war room, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me that. But if it's like you're going to cut to the Zoom call when they call in to make the pick, like, again, <laughs> why even have it at that point? Like, yeah, show us the drama. Give us the drama Netflix series. Our own drive to survive. <laughs> Draft to survive. And it's just people in their war rooms just going just stir crazy. That'd be fun. It's Pat Verbeek fiending for a monster at the table. I've been in that conference room at Honda Center. It's it's a nice conference room. Is it? Yeah. Is that hmm. where they have it? Probably not, but you could. But it's nice, is what he's saying. And you definitely <laughs> could, yeah. <laughs> do they have like offices and stuff at Great Park? They do, or, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would assume maybe that's where they'd have it. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Take a page out of our book. Do it while Pat's riding the Zamboni. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you just can't hear anything over the yeah. over the engine. 
Well, before we get into questions, we uh, will finish up with uh, any, you guys have any surprises from the first week? Any, any teams, any games that stood out to you? Cause I mean, the standings I, I, I feel like are playing out like we would expect outside of maybe one or two teams, but. I haven't really kept tabs with anyone besides the Ducks. Um, I know the Sharks are muddy ass again. But. I'm a little surprised with how the Oilers are starting, especially because like two of their losses are against Canucks. When they're giving um, up like 97 goals a game. Yeah, like they've given up all the goals. It's very weird. I mean, that's not too surprising, I guess, because their goaltending is always a question mark. But still, like their start is kind of weird to me. And then I would also say, um, well, for me personally, Buffalo, uh, with all the hype that the Sabres were getting going into this season, it's kind of been... It's been pretty slow. It's 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 been a slow start for sure. Tage Thompson just got his first goal in their fourth game, um, which they lost. They're one in three, uh, so they're they're kind of surprising to me. I think Philly, Philly is surprising as well. They they're three and one, but I think they started like this last year, because wasn't last year, the first year of Torts. In Philly, yeah, yeah. and I remember so. like everyone and their was saying their their fancy analytics were probably <laughs> yeah just and as bad was, as they are this year. Everyone was saying how bad they were going to be, which they were, and they're still going to be bad this year. But I remember they started off really well last year, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Flyers! Oh, maybe we <laughs> maybe we underestimated them. Maybe you know because they were like four and zero or something." And it's just like, dude, they played they've played four games like. This isn't the NFL where we play 17. Like there's still have a lot of games to go. And it showed obviously they they suck. And I but as of right now, it is surprising that they're playing decent hockey. But those those are those are mine. That's about it. I would say good on the Ottawa Senators. They've looked very, very good. They are fun. They are fun. Um the Kraken, I think. I think I may have been wrong about them because I had them a little bit. I don't remember. Did I, I thought I said I had them third or fourth in the division and that picks not looking too hot already. And I hate to say that a week in, um, <laughs> I, I won't elaborate too further. Cause I know we have a question like that. Um, yeah. You had the Kraken yeah. at four. Yeah. But where do I they... have the Kraken? Four as well. They, uh, they're not looking too hot. I mean, they really aren't. They're a um, point out of fourth behind the Canucks, but... And they did take it to Carolina last night, 7-4, but... um, Yeah, they're looking kind of weird. You know what? For, for the good, I'll also add Detroit. The Red Wings are actually playing some pretty good hockey to start the year. Yeah, they kicked a shot of <laughs> Pittsburgh last night. Yeah. Or two nights ago. Two two yeah i think it was two nights ago yeah is this uh is this the year when we uh we finally get the uh the pictures of uh john gibson sleeping in a penguins bed sheets <laughs> and uh, a home uh, a trade home to pittsburgh i mean could be hey john feel... gibson hasn't looked terrible so far <laughs> he looked pretty good last night i thought he was pretty. He was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think Wait he could till... have maybe stopped the the Cam Fowler own goal maybe a little bit better, but I'm still blaming Sportsnet for saying that John Gibson wasn't going to give up anything. 
And then literally like two minutes later, he gave up the fir- his first goal of the night. And I'm like, all right. All right, Sportsnet. <laughs> Sportsnet. Uh, I have a uh, I have a sneaking feeling that uh, Pittsburgh falls out of the race. Uh, suddenly, Tristan Jari is not your uh, starting goalie anymore. And uh, one John Gibson may be on a plane. I'll be shocked if that happens, honestly, though. I wouldn't want it to happen. If he does, you know, inevitably get traded, preferably somewhere that could give us something of value because – does Pittsburgh have anything of value? Uh, the answer for the last three years has been no. <laughs> Outside of Cali Klang, but, you know. We, we already got we, him. We kind of got him. I mean, if they're willing to give us Jake Gensel, then hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's I, on an expiring deal. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I take that. <laughs> That's fair value. 100%. Turn turn trades off of NHL and it would work. <laughs> yeah, All my right. my my main thing was I was gonna see if we wanted to try to predict how many points Connor Bedard finishes the season with. And Adam Fantilli. We won't say Leo Carlson, we'll just do those two. I say Bedard finishes with fifty-five. And Fantilli finishes with 40. How many points do they have now? Uh, have Dart already. has two or three, I think. I'll go Connor Boudreau gets 60. And then Adam Fantelli gets who are his line mates? Jesus. Um, Hmm, that's a good question, Lou. Just take a wild stab, Lou. It's okay to be wrong on this podcast. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm looking at see if the Blue Jackets tweeted out their lineup. Probably, I'll probably go mid 40s if I had to think on it. Mid 40s? Yeah. Ryan Ryan's being a funny guy in the in the chat. He said Gibson to Nashville, Saros to Arizona, Michelli to Colorado, Anaheim gets Johansson. What is his problem? Seriously. What's your problem, <laughs> dude? Why do you even have to say Johansson? Like I totally forgot about him. Was not even thinking about that guy. And now you just put Ryan Johansson. I'll go I'll go like brain. I'll go like forty three points. Forty three? Yeah. Because I couldn't find their lineup. It's okay. If you're wrong, we won't uh we won't say anything. I'll say for Bedard. I'll forget about this prediction in like five minutes. So yeah, you will. That's why I'm writing it down. Just in case if you ask in a future episode. It could be worse. Ryan said I could have traded Brian Hayward for Tyson Nash. Ooh, that is pretty bad, actually. I don't know. Forgot if that's about an Tyson Nash for a little bit. Then. It's definitely not an upgrade. All right, so Bedard, I'll say, I'll say a random number like sixty-three. Fantilli, I will go with forty-seven. 
I'm kind of an oh, okay. I found the lines. Sick. Okay, so Fantilli, Fantilli was uh, he's with Line A on the top line. Oh, he's a top line already. Yeah, I thought I thought Jenner uh, Goudreau, Marchenko was their top line, but that's a that's their second line. What did I say? Forty three. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with forty three. Cole Cylinder is their third line center. That's the guy that gave us that song "Greedy" from Tate McRae. <laughs> what? The reference comes back once more. Once more. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm a fucking boomer, dude. I don't. I don't Ooh, know this we're young the people. Same age, my guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know these. I'm actually older than you. Music by a few months. I thought you were older than me by a few months. I just said that. <laughs> I thought you said you were. Um, you were younger than No, me. no. I said I'm actually older by a few Well, months. I have tinnitus in my ear, so I misheard. Okay. You're okay. That's fine. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get into our questions here and round out things as always. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, before questions as always, is our Hockey 365 topic of the week. He asked this week, do you think we'll ever see a nightly Frozen Friendly show, Frozen Frenzy, uh, Frozen Friendly, show that covers all the NHL's hey, three times fast daily action or is it better as a one-off special occasion type idea so anyone listening watching uh that is not aware of the frozen frenzy yeah explain it to me because I already forgot down. what it is okay okay so this coming Tuesday um like we said before uh we're recording this on Friday night October 20th on October 24th, which is Tuesday, um, ESPN is going to have a frozen frenzy because it's like the first time ever in NHL history where every team in the league, well, not maybe not first time ever, but all 32 teams are playing on the same night. There's going to be 16 games. It's going to be crazy. They're going to have staggered start times so you can watch every single game, I think, except for maybe like the last two, two, two games that night that maybe start at the same time but for most of them you can watch them uh throughout the night without having to worry about them being at intermission like at the same time so they're going to do frozen frenzy it's going to be airing on espn2 um where it's going to be like an nfl red zone type show where they're going to show every power play every goal um every hit or every fight or whatever they said um but yeah, it's just going to be crazy. So that's what this whole frozen frenzy thing is. And it's only for one night because that's it's the only night on the schedule where all 32 teams are playing. So the question is um, from Hockey Daily 365 is what? Just is should it happen more see every sh- night? Should it happen more often and be maybe like a nightly thing or like maybe like a biweekly thing? Or should it stay as just like a once every couple of weeks kind of thing? I mean, uh, I think it. Go ahead, Luke. I don't know. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gathering my thoughts. I wouldn't hate. I mean, it's cool that it's just a one night thing for now because it makes it kind of special. I mean, I wish it wasn't a Tuesday, but that's just how the schedule worked out. Um, If it were up to me, I would make this frozen frenzy type thing like a weekly thing. 
but have it like on Saturdays or something. Like yeah, a Saturday night. hockey night at, in Canada. Yeah, because Canada has their own thing. Um, I think it'd be cool for ESPN to do something like that for the NHL in the states to have like a for. I mean, every Saturday night would be cool. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah. I'm kind of upset that apparently ESPN Plus got rid of um, in the crease that show in the crease. It was like a nightly recap show of all the games with Linda Cohn and everything. Um, that hasn't continued this year. So I guess that's not a thing anymore. And that kind of sucks because it's it's kind of cool for the league to have like a wrap-up show like that so you can kind of get caught up on everything because you can't really rely on like ESPN, like the main ESPN channel to keep you updated on all the games that happen. They'll show you like two games and then they go back to like what LeBron was wearing at the pool today or something. Yeah, what, what, um, what the King ate today. Yeah, and so it's it's it, it kind of sucks that they got rid of that. So having something like that would be nice to have on a nightly basis. But if it were up to me and I was in charge, I would do it like once a week, and it would be like Saturday nights. Yeah, you, that would that would be ideal. But yeah, I mean ESPN's got some time to to kind of see what the viewership on it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly feel like that first. That first one's gonna help being that it's just gonna be games all day. Yeah. Um it certainly beats having to watch like 15 of the like highlight videos on YouTube. <laughs> Cause I know that I get to a point where if I have like a bunch that I want to watch, I kind of just like lose interest after a while because like the same advertisements play on like all the sports net recaps mm-hmm. and it's just like i'm already kind of half paying attention <laughs> and it's like white noise in the background and then i just it loses me entirely so it's like yeah. if it's just something i can sit down maybe watch like hey 10 15 minutes of like this is what happened perfect but yeah i don't know i feel like it's in its infancy so if maybe it's popular yeah. It gets pushed to once a week thing, but yeah, I'm I mean, they're trying interested. stuff. Yeah. At least they're trying stuff that might work out. And it's not just kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, here's yeah. this random thing no one's going to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool to see ESPN kind of coming up with different ideas as this TV deal continues instead of having like the same stuff just every single season and nothing changes and nothing improves, nothing new comes along. So it's cool. I'm excited to see how it, how it all works out on Tuesday. I'll definitely be tuning in to that on ESPN two ducks play the blue jackets that night in Columbus. So Leo Carlson versus Adam Fantilli part one. We'll see how that goes. Yes. So we'll start our questions off with a easy one that uh, we didn't get to last week. Uh, But as a question about our our good old pal Lou from Ashley, and she says, "Does Lou give off old man energy?" One thousand percent. Sure. <laughs> we always call him the old man of the show, so he's our old man. We feed him soft crackers. I don't like crackers. <laughs> don't like the texture. <laughs> <laughs> Crackers just aren't good. That's just okay. <laughs> yeah, I refrain from saying anything. Yeah, just, just it's all right. 
gotta let him get it out. Just fight your <laughs> demons. Fight your demons. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of refrain from explaining this one a little bit better, but our next one comes from uh, our writer Chanel. Well, writer slash uh, TikTok manager Chanel. <laughs> uh, she asked, "Have the first week's results changed any of your final division predictions, or is it still too early to tell?" It's definitely early, um, but the Sabres are making me question things. I had them at four in the Atlantic. I mean, there's still so much time for them to just – I mean, it's literally four games. They're one and three. With, I mean, they could easily win five in a row, and then people are, like, not worried anymore. But it's definitely early, but – my uh, I have the Oilers winning the Pacific, so <laughs> that's well, you know, getting a little, little nervous for sure. A little suspect. Yeah, I would say the Pacific's the only one for me. I mean, obviously, uh, Chicago and Arizona being where they're at in the standings is a little uh, eye-opening. I mean, the Coyotes hmm. are in fourth in the Central right now, which yeah is a testament to to the fact that they're going to probably be pretty decent in the next couple of years um, mm-hmm. and not exactly in contention status, but I think they're going to be one of those teams. that's always going to be kind of like right at the cusp of the playoffs. Uh, but my Kraken pick is feeling a little, a little, little scary right now. <laughs> um, you know, I kind of feel like the Canucks and the flyers are over achieving at the moment. Yeah. Um, same with the Red Wings, uh, but hey, if I'm wrong about the Red Wings, out of all of those, like uh, out of those three, I would wouldn't hate that because I mean they have some great talent in Detroit. Um, yeah, I'd say the Kraken and maybe the Oilers are like the two where I'm just like, oh shit. But we are four games in, so I wouldn't count the Oilers out. But the Kraken, yeah, you had, Kraken you had the- aren't looking too hot. You have the Kraken finishing fourth. I have them finishing third. So. <laughs> Lou, you, uh, Lou had him at fourth as well. Yeah. I haven't really paid attention to any other team, so I can't really tell you. But I'm, I'm pretty confident in my Ducks projection. I think I had him six. Yeah. That's where they're sitting right now. I mean, that, we all had him, we all had him six, except, uh, Connor had him at seven. Just shows we love them more. Yep. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, that's how it works. Okay, our next one, uh, we touched on this one as well, that article uh, from Yahoo, if you could even call it an article. <laughs> but our writer, Sean, asks, is this article the perspective people really have on Leo Carlson? I so the basis of the article um, pretty much was saying that this, this writer um, does not know if him being in the lineup and being on the top line with Terry and Zegris is beneficial because it feels like they're rushing him and they're throwing him, throwing him in the deep end to start things. Um, And then completely misses the fact that last night quite literally was his first NHL game ever. Um, And he had played a handful of preseason games and one game with Zegris and Terry right there at the end. 
um, and questioned his offensive capabilities and whether they're going to really be good or not. <laughs> and then also said Adam Fantelli was American. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I can't put much credit into an article that can't even get the player trying to compare him to, right? Um, yeah. But it is kind of funny because we've been kind of poking at it all episode of, you know, the media hasn't said anything about him, even though he went a pick higher. Um, yeah. Is it because he's European? Is it because we're the Ducks? Who knows? But it is kind of laughable that somebody that has as many followers as uh, said writer of this article um and is in a role to write articles like that that are meant to be informative for people who may not know who these picks are it's just yeah. laughable and he what blows my mind too is that he's canadian and you're supposed to know more about hockey than us americans and you're looking kind of silly mm-hmm. you're looking kind of silly because if the ducks are throwing leo in the in the deep end here putting him on the top line he's playing 19 minutes I just said to Lou that Fantilli is on the top line in Columbus. And he's he's playing with line A. And then Connor Bedard obviously is on the top line. I'm and pretty he's sure. getting sandwiched by Avalanche players, you know. Yeah. So running I running him into the boards last night. Like Yeah, so... I just I, I don't understand where he was going with any of it. None of it made sense. And like you said, Fantilli apparently is American now, mm-hmm. which is great for USA hockey. <laughs> It's great news. I hope they know. I might have to message them. I might have to message the USA Hockey Twitter account and be like, hey, did you know this? <laughs> Send them the guys. Why, why wasn't he on your team at World yeah. Juniors? Come on, guys. I don't understand how he didn't make the team. <laughs> oh, Just be man. I mean, I hope that's not the view that most people have on, on Leo Carlson. I just hope that that's just that guy. And he's just, I hope a lot of people don't agree. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people read that article by now. It's been out for a little. I tweeted it out and I saw how many people clicked on that link and it was a lot. So a lot of people have seen it. I hope no one agrees. (laughs) I mean, you're always going to have those opinions from people that don't understand. I mean, it feels like every every year there's always at least you know one Ken Campbell tweet and one Steve <laughs> Simmons you know article or yeah. something that always kind of gets the hockey world to rally behind just dunking on somebody. But it 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 is it it's disheartening because it's like you couldn't even take the time to like watch the game. Like it was very basic of just like oh well he scored a goal and he's playing on the top line, but. I don't know. Is this the right approach? And it's just yeah. like, do you understand? Like, have you listened to any of the coaches' comments? Have you listened <laughs> to some of the things Pat Verbeek has said? Like, none of that is mentioned anywhere. Of they're putting the trust in the kids. Um, mm-hmm. Again, maybe that just comes with being the market where we are, but it's annoying. Um, it is. I, I hope that. I wouldn't say that I hope that Leo reads it and uses it as, as fuel, you know, to the fire or anything, but like, I don't know. It, it must suck that, you know, a moment like your first NHL goal immediately is followed up by, you know, some, some guy, you know, saying, Oh, well, I don't know if he has the capabilities. Like <laughs> he scored on his first NHL shot. 
Yeah, first shot. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like how? Christ. Like how can you draw up the conclusions of? I don't know if it's there or not. You know, <laughs> he scored a goal on a team that was in you know the second round of the playoffs last year, and it's probably going to go a lot farther this year. Conference final. What was the conference final? I thought they played Edmonton. The I thought Vegas played Edmonton in the final. No, I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. Yeah, I could be misremembering. I I mean, come on, like that's 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 a you know, like he scored on a team that's it's not like he scored on the Sharks, made the Sharks look silly, you know, because a lot of people make the Sharks look silly these days, just like how a lot of teams make our team make the Ducks look silly. But I mean, like, come on, it was it's a good goal, it's a good goalie. Give him some credit, like Jesus Christ. What is your problem? I think he's from I think he's from Eastern Canada too. I couldn't remember his I can't remember his location, but I'm pretty covers, sure it's the East Coast. Covers the Leafs. But yeah, there you go. Because uh, one of his other articles from a couple hours ago, earlier in the day, was that uh, John Klingberg and Max Domi are <laughs> agents of chaos in Toronto. And oh no, <laughs> it was worded as that's a good thing and not the fact that both of them have looked like hot shit to start the season but you know <laughs> rose colored glasses yeah will always be a thing in sports so we'll leave it I, at that I, I yeah i love when <laughs> like i love when the media that mainly covers like just like eastern eastern conference media or just any media on the east coast and you can tell that they don't watch western conference hockey and they don't care about the western conference which is fine you know you stick to your team whatever most most people do but don't – I just don't like when people like to shout their opinions on stuff that they clearly know nothing about. Like they don't have – they're just not educated on the topic, and they don't care to put in any research, and it's very annoying. Very Moral annoying. of the story is be better. Be better. Be best. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will end with two fun ones here. Um, Haley always sending us the fun questions. Uh, she asks if you guys were to dress up for Halloween this year. What would you be? I have I been like fighting. I have been fighting for years to be a Teletubby again. I was the <laughs> yellow Teletubby as a child, but Heather will not let me. I'm very because she wants to do matching costumes and she does not want to be a Teletubby. Oh come on! What would you be, Lou? Uh, I don't like dressing up, so this isn't a question for me. No, 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 no. no. You have to no, choose no, one. No. You have to. Uh, like this I'm is like just... this. Because I don't dress up for Halloween often. I haven't in a while. I'm just going to you know. be a more cheery of myself. <laughs> cheer, cheer, cheery Lou. <laughs> going to be that, a candy, candy-filled candy Lou? No, just more happy-go-lucky. That's, that's my costume. That's your I, costume. I hate Halloween. You hate it? Yeah. This should not be surprising. A, yeah. Is there no, like a specific no. thing behind it? No. Oh, okay. Just my typical. Just don't You're like You're not it. like a scary movie guy either? Not really. They don't scare no. me. I just, not my thing. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I had a different <laughs> no. answer for you. <laughs> trying to well, think of what I would dress up as. Maybe like the, the wacky inflatable things. Wacky inflatable too, man. Yeah, that. I know Jenny has told me that I need to be that a couple times just because I'm 
really tall and lanky. So that's what I was gonna say. Is it just because of your height? <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent because of the height. So yeah, maybe an maybe an orange one. An orange tube man. <laughs> orange or purple. Well, we will we will finish with Ryan's because we got a squeak of the week. Didn't Jack have a question? Oh yeah, he did. Um, that's right. I didn't write it down. I kept it on Twitter. Good call, Lou, because I would have totally forgot. Shout out Jack and shout out to every other writer we have. Uh, They've definitely been killing it recently. Um, Han- Hannah's had a few. Yeah, Hannah. Uh, Hannah's been killing it. She's had. Yeah, some shout out Hannah. Uh, shout out Sean. Shout out Jack. Shout out Patrick. Shout out Chanel. Uh, and Patrick with his with with his. Um, Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, fo- fo- yeah, follow Patrick. He he's a great follow. He he does a Twitter thread breaking down in an analytical view of the Ducks games. New era play. ducks. New Give era ducks. Give him a follow. Give him so, a thumbs up. Tell him he's doing a great job. Jax <laughs> is uh describe the duck season so far using the song title. He said, I'm going with Man in the Box from Alice in Chains. <laughs> That's a uh, pretty that's, on brand. That's, that's a good one. That's what I'm going with. I'm, I'm I know sharing. Lou loves that one. So I'm sharing that one. Yeah. Um, mine I'll go with that be, one. But... Mine was going to be Balls to the Wall from Accept. Okay. Because, like stated <laughs> earlier, Cronin is doing what Akins couldn't. And he's just yeah. going for it and has no problem with that. And I don't have a problem with it either. <laughs> I do like Man in the Box. Um, you know what? Since I keep since I brought up this song already, I'll just stay with Greedy from Tate McRae. We'll keep that train going because the Leo Carlson uh Zegris Terry line was so great and Carlson got a goal and it makes me greedy and I want more. So we'll go with that. <laughs> Who sings well. that song? Tracy McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lou, but you know, just for you, we'll say yes. <laughs> McGrady. Oh. oh man. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ryan's Ryan's squeak of the week keeps keeps us on the music uh <laughs> music train here. No Tracy McGrady for this one, but he starts it <laughs> off with ba 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 Barbara Ann. Barbara Ann, take my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so animal sounds pet sounds spirit of st louis spirit of america it's all the same since harmonizing is so nice what song would the pod pick to sing as a quartet to save the world uh higher big creed yeah, I, was, I was gonna say I it's gotta be creed any song from creed but higher just because i would have I, I picture we would have lou flying on the sheet Am I the flying bald man? He has Any to be. Of, I mean, I feel like you would you would be a very good flying man. Nah, I'll be I'll be a, the barefoot guy holding the baton with the little <laughs> with the little string thingies. That works. That works. But yeah, higher by Creed <laughs> saves the world. Just all of us in Stap uh, Dallas Cowboy jerseys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That'd be pretty fitting. That'd be nice. <laughs> Brian in the chats. Tracy McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that will do it for us this week. Um, I do not apologize uh, at all for making this week's episode Limp Biscuit themed in terms of the name. Soon as they scored that goal last night, it made. Oh, no, my... I, have a, I have a few names we can workshop too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I felt vindicated after it was a Terry to Carlson goal last night. So, you know, episodes dedicated to Ben Stiller. You guys don't understand that reference. Nope, sorry. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take us out, Chris. Smile and laugh, folks. Smile and laugh. Smile and wave. <laughs> all right, so that's it for us here. Episode 58 in the books. Another week. Um, thank you all for listening, uh, especially if you made it to the end here. With all the weirdness that happens at the end of our, our episodes. But um, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. Anywhere you want to find us, we're at Late Arrivals Pod. Every single one. We made it easy for you. Easy to find. Late Arrivals Pod. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, all the other apps that you can think of, Blue Sky, whatever. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting we're on that. What's the other Instagram thingy? I threads. Threads. threads, yeah. We're still on Threads. Um, Have we even used threads? I, I yeah, I've I've put, I've put some stuff out there. Yeah, there's like no Recent, one on there. But recently, recently, <laughs> uh, let me check. But yeah, go follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. That's where we usually post all of our stuff. Um, and TikTok, go follow us over there. Like we said earlier, Chanel was killing it over there. Um, I also post. Chanel. I also post some of our clips from our pods over there as well just like i do on twitter and instagram um there's honestly so much you can you can do to support the show whether that's following us on social media subscribing to the inside the rink youtube page following inside the rink on social media as well um buying our merch make sure you go uh on inside the rink.com and go to the shop there you can find us uh you can click on any of the shows there and shop our merch um, if you go to our um, link tree that is in our bio on Twitter and Instagram, you can see where you can buy us a cup of coffee, which is like a simple donation for the show that, that helps support us a lot. Um, we've gotten like four four donations on there so far. Um, it's got our link to our ITR shop, our spring shop, where you can find the wonderful Mighty Seal merch. Um, you can find our our links to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. <clears throat> you can find our Twitch. Make sure you're following us on Twitch. We just got a new follower today. Shout out to you. Um, we're inching closer to 130 followers on Twitch, which is pretty cool. We're almost to 1,000 on Twitter. Almost, Ooh. yeah. Almost 1,000 followers on Twitter, which is crazy to me. For, are we doing like a giveaway maybe? Uh, maybe. You can try to work something out. Holy crap, um, we're like really close to... Yeah. Um the other you day. join you can join our uh, Discord as well. There's a link to our Discord. Yeah, we need to start trying tree. to use that more, huh? Honestly, go on our link tree. Um I I try to post it often. 
um, on social media. Like I said, it is in our bio on Twitter and Instagram. In- on our Instagram, we have like three links that you can follow. One leads you to the link tree. One leads you to an ITR shop and one leads to our spring, our Teespring shop. So there's so much, there's so many different things. <laughs> so just, just go to our link tree and you can find us everywhere you need to find us. Um, as always, we appreciate all of your support. Um, to be at episode 58 already is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, that's it. Donald Tracy McGrady. Shout out Tracy McGrady, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Ducks play Ducks play back-to-backs coming up here. Saturday, Sunday, Coyotes, Bruins. Go on a nice road trip. So by the time we record, I know I put out a tweet that we were going to have a guest. We're still waiting on that to work out. We need to find like the perfect day and the perfect time because people are busy. People have lives, surprisingly. So we're still working on that. I don't really want to give anything away yet. We'll, we'll let you know. But... That's all from us. TBD. We will, yeah, we'll see you next week for uh, episode fifty-nine. Bye, bye, guys. Bye. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.